2011 was a good year for planet hunting. We'll recap some of the major mile markers today on the Physics Buzz podcast. We're one year closer to answering the question, are we alone in the universe? Just shy of 200 new planets were found in 2011 with some major mile markers and some fun firsts. Rather than go in chronological order, let's start with the biggest, juiciest news which came in December. Rather than going in chronological order, let's start with the biggest, juiciest news which came in December. The NASA Kepler spacecraft is looking for extrasolar planets that could support life. There are two key conditions a planet must have to support life as we know it. First, temperatures, similar to Earth, where water can exist as a liquid. This is determined by the planet's location relative to its parent star. Too close, the planet is too hot, too far away, it's too cold. This ideal zone varies depending on the size of the star, but scientists refer to it as the habitable zone. Now secondly, the planet has to be the right size. Very large gas planets like Neptune, Uranus, Saturn, and Jupiter can't support the life we see on Earth, so we're looking for rocky planets. Inside the habitable zone and about the size of Earth, that would mean potential conditions for life. So in December, NASA and Kepler announced detecting the smallest planet ever found in the habitable zone. If this planet had an atmosphere like Earth, it would probably be about 72 degrees on the surface, ideal for life. But the planet is too big. It's about 2.4 times the size of Earth. So it's probably a combination of rock and gas, which would still make it difficult for life to form. Then later on in December, Kepler announced the discovery of two Earth-sized planets. These are the two smallest planets detected by the spacecraft. However, these two planets are in the wrong place. They're too close to their parent star and temperatures are too high to support life. That record only lasted about a month because in January of 2012, Kepler broke its own record and found three even smaller planets all three are smaller than Earth, and the smallest one is no bigger than Mars. And together, they are similar to our own inner solar system. So you can see how we're getting closer and closer to planets that fit the necessary criteria for life. Who knows, we could find a potential Earth match this year. Some other big news in 2011. In March, a collaboration of researchers using a New Zealand telescope discovered 10 orphan planets, or planets floating alone in the depths of space. Orphan planets have been predicted, but this is the first official detection. The planets, which are about the size of Jupiter, are believed to have been ejected during the turbulent and formative years of their native solar systems. The study further concluded that orphan planets may be as common as planets that orbit around a star. In January 2012, another study estimated that the Milky Way is home to about 160 billion planets orbiting stars. That's compared to only 100 billion stars. So combining the orphan planets and those inside a solar system, there could be over 300 billion planets in the Milky Way alone. And while Kepler is actively seeking planets that resemble Earth, there are also scientists studying some more bizarre examples. In August, scientists identified what appeared to be the densest extrasolar planet ever found. 
It is slightly more massive than Jupiter, but 20 times as dense. A planet made of heavy metals might explain the density, but this planet appears to consist almost entirely of oxygen and carbon. Under intense pressure, carbon will form a crystal-like structure, also known as diamond. But now astronomers believe the object could be a failed star that collapsed in on itself. That would explain why it is so much more dense than any other planets we've observed. Another planet oddity that will delight Star Wars fans, scientists have found the first planet orbiting around a dual star system. In an iconic scene from Star Wars Episode Four, Luke Skywalker watches a double sunset on his home planet of Tatooine. Such sunsets, it turns out, do exist somewhere in the universe, but unfortunately no one will be there to watch them, as this new planet, Kepler-16b, is too cold to support life. 2011 also saw a flourish of planet hunting activity by citizen scientists. The Galaxy Zoo project Planet Hunters lets regular folk help sift through Kepler data to look for candidate extrasolar planets. The Kepler mission collects data about distant star systems faster than it can analyze them, and the analysis is a task that really needs to be done by a human. Citizen scientists look at graphs of light coming from a distant star. Dips in the light could indicate a planet orbiting in front of it. Officially launched in December of 2010, Planet Hunters has analyzed over 7 million observational graphs from Kepler. Some of those observations did lead to the identification of extrasolar planets. Planet Hunters kicked off 2012 with a special observation marathon where participants sifted through 1 million observations in 48 hours. In the 20th century alone, we've built telescopes that can see light which is invisible to our eyes. We've sent telescopes into space. And in 1995, we confirmed that there are other planets outside our own solar system. Today, less than 20 years after that first detection, we know of over 700 extrasolar planets, and we're closing in on finding planets that resemble Earth. Just imagine what we'll know 20 years from now. That's all for the Physics Buzz podcast. I'm Calla Cofield. As always, you can find more podcasts, our Physics Buzz blog, resources, and so much more at physicscentral.com. Tune in next week for more Physics Buzz.